you know, happily. Yeah, love yourself. Yeah, love yourself. Yeah, that's incredible. And speaking、mm. of timelines, I've also been listening to some J-pop.、Oh, J-pop, what were you? What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all around the world? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Nihon Navigators Podcast. Woo! All right, so I am your host today, Ryan, and your guide through the wonders of Japanese culture. And joining me today. On this adventure is the one and only drumroll, Howard. Howard. So, how are you feeling today, Howard? Hey, Ryan. I'm doing great myself. Can't wait to get into our topics today. All right, that's great. Well, before we jump into the good stuff, I'll give you a brief introduction on what you can expect from、uh, this podcast. So, this podcast we basically talk about stuff about Japan in Japan. And we basically talk about our opinions and whether it comes to anime, manga, games, and otaku culture in general, or you never know, we might talk about whatever we want. Who knows, right? Yeah, that's right. And also a quick reminder to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Hit it down below. Yeah, and we got tons of exciting contents lined up for you. And if you enjoy what you hear today, do us a solid and leave a review. It helps us to reach more ears and keeps our conversation flowing. All right, now that you've done it, now let's get started with today's very first episode of the Nihon Navigators podcast. Buckle up, folks! Are you ready? Let's go. Right. So, Ryan, now let's start by talking about the richness of Japanese culture. So tell me, what kind of culture of gem have you found lately? Honestly, what I've been doing recently—that's a—that's a good question, actually.、Uh, recently, I've been listening to a ton, like a lot of Japanese songs. Really? What that, kind of Japanese songs? I really like Japanese songs recently. I don't know why, but I've been listening to them a lot. Yeah. So, like, I've been listening to this、uh, J-pop group called Mrs. Green Apple. Have you heard of it? Hmm. I don't think so. No. Uh, so well, let me give.、Uh, have you watched Fire Force, the anime? I've heard about it. Yeah, it's like one of the better animes, and Mrs. Green Apple they sang the opening song for Fire Force. Oh, I and see. And their song is the song is still on the top、uh, top charts in the Billboard. You no, know?、mm-hmm. so I've been listening to their songs recently, as I've said before, and I'm very impressed. Their songs are literally all bangers, and. They have like thirteen titles on the Billboard Top 100 in Japan itself. That's like almost top ten percent of the top 100 songs in Japan, right? Wow. Yeah, my personal favorite song from them is called、um, "Boku no Koto," and in English it's translated to "About Me." And the lyrics of the song is actually it gives me the the encouraging feel. You know, it tells the listeners that. There's no differences between any of us, between people, right? And we should all live our lives timelessly, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how hard life gets. We're all the same, and we should all live it all truly, you know, happily. Yeah, love yourself. Yeah, love yourself. 
Yeah, that's incredible. And speaking mm-hmm. of timelines, I've also been li- listening to some J-pop. Oh, J-pop? Well, what are you listening to? Well, to be specific, I like J-Rock and also some J-Rock. J-Rock. That's yeah. good, yeah. And now my personal favorite is Kick Bike by Kenshi Yonezu. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Have you heard of Chainsaw Man? Yeah, yeah, Chainsaw Man, yeah. And this the, Kickback is the opening song for Chainsaw Man. And this song is about how people are trying to work hard to get praises and acknowledgement from others. But instead, it tells us to kick back and relax, hence the song title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a funny thing about this song. It's like about this one guy in yeah. Chainsaw Man. You know who that is? Um, I th- are you talking about the guy? I think who it is. I think it's called Denji, right? Yeah, that's, that's the guy, right. right. The main character of the yeah, job. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. Yeah, he's kind of weird. Well, well, why are we mentioning this guy? Is because like the song Kickback itself. It's kind of like a metaphor to like Denji itself, you know. Yeah. So for you guys who don't know who Denji is, right? Denji is basically uh, the main character of Chainsaw Man. And this song, Kickback, is from the anime, Chainsaw Man. And Denji is, um, is basically a work slave in the anime. He's a work slave and he works his ass off. He, like, he does so much stuff, but he barely gets anything from it. No rewards, no nothing. But why does he keep doing all this, right? Like All he gets from this harsh working environment is the slight acknowledgement from his boss which he is madly in love with, of course. That's why he's doing all this just to get that little acknowledgement, you know? Yeah, just like real life. Just like real life. That's why we got to kick back and relax. Exactly. Now, since we're talking about animes, have you watched the 8th episode of Attack on Titan? Ryan? Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it, yeah. I mean, what can I say? The biggest pieces of anime, like the biggest pieces event in anime, mm-hmm. just dropped. <laughs> bigger than any anime. Oh, I I think it might be even bigger than any Marvel films in my opinion. Marvel films, yeah. 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 I think it's bigger than any anime. Let's say like Dragon Ball, you know, the big title Dragon oh, Ball. Yeah, you know, like One Bleach, Piece. One Piece, yeah. One Piece. I think it's way better than all of them. I mean, like you can see for yourself, like how long has all those anime been going on, right? And it's still ongoing. But Attack on Titan, it's like, it's kind of fresh, kind of new. But the impact it gives at the ending, it's it's really impactful for it. Like, I mean, some anime, I mean, like, yeah. like you know, like One Piece, Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. those are like like have been going for like 12, 10, 20 yeah. years. But twenty years, those are like a really classic piece of works. But yeah, I classic. think, yeah, but I think Attack on Titan has is own place in the anime industry yeah, yeah true true well yeah like you said the, the all those big anime titles they have they have no impact all they do is they just drag out the story for as long as they can they try to milk their audiences right they they try to uh pull some strings and see what's gonna happen right but i mean people love it just like me i like one piece yeah i mean i don't hate it it's like they, they walk the safe path like i said they 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 take the safe route. The story is just consistent. There's like, no, not not much plot twist. Yeah, yeah. there is plot twist, but it's just like, it's just in a straight line. There's like no ups and downs, you know? Yeah, and people just like to see dramatics, dramas. Yeah. People just like to watch the fighting scenes. Yeah. It's for it's for the teenagers. I mean, we're getting old now. Yeah, yeah. we're too old for this. All right, back to the topic. For the people who don't know, Attack on Titan 
has finished airing this week. And as an anime fan, any anime fan knows that this is a huge deal. Big. Well, I mean, it was like a 10-year run, I think. Yeah, finally. I've been watching it since it came out uh, in 2013. So yeah, yeah 2012, 2023, 10 years. It really is like a like an end of an era, you know? Yeah. Because I think Attack on Titan really... How do you say it? I kind of grew up with Attack on Titan, you know, right. as a medium. It was like like the first big push of every anime, you know? Yeah, exactly. It represents yeah. that specific era alongside with it. Yeah, SAO. back in the day when we used to watch anime, people would think that, oh, anime, that's for like losers. You're all nerds, right? Rin. Yeah, but now you can see like anime is like really popular. Yeah. It's a big thing now. Everybody watches anime. Kids, teenagers, yeah. back like even adults. Day. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day, anime was like strictly for us. Yeah. Yeah, but now anime, everyone watches it. It's mainstream, you know, even popular kids it's watch a, it. It has a different... It's popular. You get popular by watching anime nowadays. Yeah. Easy, you know? So like, like I said, it's like a, the very first big push for anime itself, and it's gone from like a really niche thing, you could say, into uh, how it became a into mainstream culture itself, right? Yeah, like I said, it is maybe arguably mainstream, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree it's mainstream. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Like back then, even people who doesn't like anime news about Attack on Titans, and yeah. like back in like twenty thirteens. Attack on Titan was like really big and really popular, but now it all became history. So, what do you think about it? Me personally, I thought the ending was kind of boring, kind of Whoa. mid. Kind of mid. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, you see, the ending was predictable, and the special thing with with the Attack on Titan was the fact that it had a lot of major plot twists. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and it was all the plot twists that made the show interesting, but no offense. I just lost interest in it at the end. Ooh, that that is a really, really hot take right there. Well, yeah, I mean, it does have a lot of plot twists. Some people do like the plot twists, right? Because plot twists, obviously, it brings the excitement, yeah. But to me, I think the ending, yeah, I can see why people had issues with it. You know, it, it was, it was kind of messy. It was really messy. It was like a huge plot twist, but then, but I really, personally, I really liked it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like... I mean, yeah, it was messy, but... I mean, it's literally the safest outcome. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're telling a story and you wanted to wrap it up. Well, how do you do it in a way that you think would be the most conclusive and would satisfy most of your audience? Well, I mean, there's just no final catch to it. So, it's boring, I guess. Yeah, again, like I said, I understand your point of view. It's just... They're going the safe route, like like we mentioned before, like One Piece, you know, Dragon Ball, the big titles, right? They go the safe route. It's just a straight line. But why does it work? I mean, it's a straight line, but it still works, right? Yeah, you gotta understand why the writers decided to make to take this route, right? It's because it's safe and people would be satisfied. In my opinion, right? I think it comes close to a modern day masterpiece. Attack on Titan is what we're talking about, right? Everything was like laid out perfectly, you know, it was, it concluded perfectly. It might not have been the best. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be, maybe it could have been the best, right? I mean, could be. It's still kind of new. It's a, it's a more modern anime to us. Yeah. It's only been 10 years, but 
it still works. It still works in the end, right? The whole community and industry thinks that it's one of the best and if not the best endings. Myself included because I am a huge Attack on Titan fan, you know? Yeah. But speaking of Attack on Titan, right? Have you heard of the new game that was announced at the Tokyo Gaming Shows this year? The new game from Bandai Namco mm-hmm. is an Attack on Titan game. Wow, really? Surprisingly, yeah. It, really? The, the new... How come never heard of it? Well, well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> you probably never heard of it. That's because it's only exclusive to Japan. Again? Again, yes. Yeah, it's, it's one of those again, unfortunately. So, like, Japan has this serious problem where they only release games or content, entertainment content, for their own respective country only. Well, that's that's the one thing that I probably don't really like about the Japanese entertainment itself, you know? Like, games, I mean, Japan is, like, known for being one of the best game creators uh, in the whole world, right? Yeah, I they, know, right? Have, like, the best game creators in the world. But then, why would you release games in your own country, but you don't release it out into the public, the international market, right? That's what I said. So Steph, yeah, that's the thing, right? That's that's so dumb. Like it's for like, for me, recently, yeah. ever heard of the game also developed by Bandai Namco called Blue Protocol? Yeah, Blue Protocol. Yeah, yeah. That bro, I swear that game. I have been waiting for so long to play that game. I've really like, still in Japan for how long? How I mean, it's it gonna been? come out soon to the global and other service. But mm-hmm. so when I first tried the game, I created a Japanese account and I go play. Oh, you played the game? Yeah, I oh, actually, and, I did oh, actually play okay. the game. How, how was it? So fun. I mean, I haven't played a lot of like open world RPG, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's so refreshing to me. And then absolutely love it. But you know what happened? What? The next day I got banned. You got banned? Yeah, because so on the first day of the the first day of the release of the game in Japan, right? Yeah. The server was flooded by players across the globe. Of course. And so that's why Bandai Namiko started to like detect some account that is created out oh, like Japan. Overseas. Yeah. Ban overseas. I mean this is reasonable because this because this one is created purely for the Japanese, Japanese people. Yeah, yeah. For the current for, for now. So I mean it makes sense but it doesn't seem fair to us players that who, who to us players who live outside Japan. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree as well, but obviously it's it's good for the international market for yeah. the other people as well. If you get like people that is not Japanese to play your game before it comes out, right? Yeah, you get to like get more advertisement, more promotion mm-hmm. for your own game, right? And obviously, gamers they like to watch people play, play their game yeah. before they decide if they yeah. play or not, right? Yeah, of course that that's that's the time period where you try to show off your games, right? Try to see. Uh, if the audiences like it or not. If not, like, why would you be banning people? You can't get feedback from them if, in that case, right? Yeah. You get feedback, you can try to improve your games, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? So, like, let me let me uh, talk about another example that has one of these um, problems as well. It's called, I don't know if, you, if you've heard of this, it's called Dragon Quest X, or you can call it Dragon Quest X, the 10th version of Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a massive thing in Japan, Dragon yeah. Quest. And it's a online multiplayer game that's a really big in Japan, like I said, and it's a mystery to gamers outside of Japan. Yeah, that's it's like unheard of. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So and there it is also the opposite where there's a legendary the Yakuza series. These games were a cultural phenomenon in Japan, offering a unique blend of crime drama, humor, and deep storytelling. It's like stepping into the world of chaotic roads of Japanese underworld. And I'm I'm not sure have you heard of there's even a yeah. meme above this the series of yeah, games. Yeah, I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like now, it's the song, right? It's the song. The song called Baka Mitai. Baka Mitai. Yeah, yeah. The song like those Stame Dane. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and people would just create like deep fake AIs on it and just put fake AIs. Yeah, yeah. It's who, whatever the face they can find, like famous people, like Trump, Donald Trump, yeah. Obama, anyone, and it costs like. It's caused like a worldwide sensation outside Japan. Which, yeah, exactly. But which even leads to more people to play this yeah, game like, and for like promotion. Yeah, yeah, it's like promotion. Even though it's like this means created by some from some some yeah, guys in, like on YouTube. Yeah. But it, it gave them more credit. Yeah, it the, is. The the whole point where it made me to uh, decided to play Yakuza is because, um, I I watch other YouTubers and they they play the game and there's the the meme and that's going on. So I'm like. What's so fun about this game? So I went ahead and bought the game and tried it myself, and I love the game so much that I bought the entire series from Yakuza One to Six, the remastered version and everything. They're like that's insane. Maybe But, I should try it too. Yeah, you should try. It. It's a really fun game. Well, like, well, let's let's not forget about another popular title called Monster Hunter. You know? Oh yes, it's、Monster、practically、Hunter. it's basically the national pastime of. Everybody in Japan,、yeah. most gamers in Japan. Well, I mean, most people in Japan are gamers as well. The whole country gets together and they hunt gigantic monsters. I don't know if you heard of the the new mobile game, the new mobile Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter game,、now? Monster Hunter Now. Yeah, that that one. It's like it's like Pokemon Go, but for Monster yeah, Hunter. Yeah, basically, it's the same company developed the the,、yeah. the software, and yeah. It's like people would go out and hunt monsters together. It's like back in twenty sixteen, Pokemon Go was like the hype thing, you know. <laughs> and now, for、uh, Monster Hunter is the hype thing here. Even in Taiwan itself, I see so many people in YZU play this game a lot, like really, a ton. really, yeah, really, no joke. A lot of people play play Monster Hunter in Taiwan as well, and、wow. YZU itself. And well, this thing it 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 shows like the the camaraderie of the people, right? It's insane, you know. Yeah, I myself and. Uh, loving the Monster Hunter industry, the franchise itself. Yeah, I've been playing Monster Hunter World. I got the Iceborne expansion, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak expansion. All of that, I got them all, and I love it. Ten out of ten would recommend. And well, that's the thing, right?、Um, I myself am in Hokkaido playing Monster Hunter. Ten out of ten rec- recommend this, right? And if did you know on Steam right now, this instant we're talking, you could buy Monster Hunter. The whole series, anything from one to six, all the new and old Monster Hunter, you can get them all at a discounted price. Wow! It's because it's it's、uh, Black Friday. Yeah, it's, it is it's Christmas. Yeah. So get yourself one if you want it. Yeah, definitely. If you guys are definitely, definitely should try it. Try it out. Try it out. Yeah. Well, that, let's touch a bit uh on the gaming culture, right? And let's talk about the the games in Japan, right? It's a communal experience. Yeah. Arcades are like social hub. You see people playing, um. Arcade games, like even in Taiwan, you can see it in themselves, right? Taiwan、yeah. is like not even close to the level of Japan. Yeah, exactly. Games, you know, and competitive gaming, esports, it's also massive in Japan.、Mm-hmm. Japan has also produced like、uh, one of the world's best 
esports players and so on and yeah. uh, tournaments the tournaments are really crazy i don't know if you've heard you've seen the valorant tournament by riot games that was crazy tokyo yeah tokyo masters that was really good insane production mm -hmm. so the game scenes here is also integrated into your everyday life it's not uncommon to see a businessman playing handheld console like like a switch or something or, yeah, yeah. on subway or a family gathering for some mario kart session at home yeah that's a lot I yeah them often I mean, gaming is a shared language. And let's not forget about the iconic characters that have become global symbols of Japanese gaming, like Mario. Mario? <laughs> you I a mean... Mario guy or a Luigi guy? Hello, Mario. <laughs> You're a Mario guy. <laughs> well, I'm more of a Luigi guy, but yeah, continue. Yeah, and also Sonic and Pikachu. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the cultural ambassadors for Japan. You walk into a gaming store here, and these characters are like, everywhere from merchandises to games and even themed cafes all right quick question you a pokemon kid or a digimon kid i don't even watch them you don't play the two games no <laughs> it's so popular i don't have a childhood i'm sorry well anyways but me personally i'm a pokemon kid and i really like pokemon my favorite pokemon is zekron by the way it's gen 5 black and white <laughs> <laughs> well Anyways, you know, uh, we've been going on for quite a bit now, right? So uh, let, let's wrap this up quick, you know? Yeah. Big shout out to my co-host today, Howard, for sharing all his incredible experiences. Any final words, Howard? Well, just a big thanks to everyone that's listening. But hey, let us know about your thoughts and opinions down in the comments. Keep exploring Japan, keep gaming. And if you have any more questions, hit us up. Until next time. Yeah, you heard the man. This is Ryan and Howard. Make sure to also follow us on all social media platforms. Links are in the description, by the way. Listen to us on Spotify and every other uh, podcast platform you can find. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.